The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. And this week, we're on mindfulness, amplified (laughs) mindfulness of thinking. Is that too loud? No? It's okay? Not too loud? So, I know you have been, uh, I forget your name again? Eric, you have, thinking has been something you've been working a lot with, and it sounds like you've been working a lot with thinking. Yeah. 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 Thank you. How's that? Is it amplified somewhat? Is it, but it's not too much? So I just love to hear how, how the week's been going for you people. Um, and you know I'm going to call on you if you don't volunteer, so you might as well volunteer. <laughs> no, I won't do that. But how's it been going this week of meditation? You know, I should give you this past this room. Um, I, I had a week where my mind is just flashing a month where my mind is just going in a thousand directions and mm. I've had a hard time getting calm. Mm-hmm. Just leave it on the floor or give it to the next person. I had one really good day to Well, I'm trying to record it today because it helps other people. If you don't want to be recorded, though, I can... No, it's right. Um, So I had one really good day, and I noticed such a difference. And the other days have been um, more usual, a little harder, Uh a lot of distractions, harder to just kind of get in that centered place that stays with me. That one day was, was like, there's the sweet spot. I really oh, well, congratulations. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, I haven't been very good at doing it for like 10 or 20 minutes, but I've been you doing are. a lot of... No, well, I haven't been good at that. Oh, you haven't? But I've been doing a lot of little things, like in between just a minute or two, and that's, personally, it helps a fair bit. Good. So, yeah. That sounds like a good thing for you to do. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah. Well, we're going to work on mindfulness of thinking today, so maybe this will... I think this will be good for you. Yeah. How about uh, others? Can you pass her the microphone? I forget your name. What is your name? Uh, Jenny. Jenny, right. And you're David. I'm David, yeah. I should remember your name. My wife's name is Jean. <laughs> so I can remember well, Jenny. I think I actually find more inner peace... More this inner week? peace. Yes, ah. yes. I've been having trouble. You know, I have anxiety issue for like about a year. And now after I started to learn the meditation, I finally realized actually I'm fighting against myself. I am 
my own enemy, you know, that I want to fight against. And the meditation is like helping me to, you know, calm down, find an inner peace, and I can talk to myself, you know. Yeah, I think that really helps. And also this week, I find it's easier if I meditate with some music. Ah. Yes. Yeah, I just, you know. The music calms you down. Right, right. You know, like on YouTube, there's so many. If you just type in, like, relaxing music, piano, guitar, uh-huh. you know. And that really helps. Oh, yes. good. So I'm very grateful, you know, to this class. Oh, nice. That keeps me coming back, you know. Yeah, good. So... You have that anxiety. Um, like can now, you, I'm th- very nervous. Nervous. Very you, nervous. Where is it in your body? Where do you feel it? Like around here. Your stomach? Yes. Not in the chest? Tight. Tight in the chest, tight, too. Tight, yeah. Yes. And muscle, you know. And muscles out. in the back. That's so great that you can know yeah. all that. It's very, you know, I think that's very suffering, but I want to encourage myself to do the meditate do it as like on daily basis mm, good to help myself get yeah. out of this you know yeah I want to see the light at the end of tunnel you know mm? I want to see the light at the end of tunnel through meditation otherwise I feel like I'm like sinking in a dark deep pit you know? yeah I want to get out of it yeah yes well um, one way to approach it is to not necessarily get out of it. This may sound strange to you because mm-hmm. you want out of it so badly. Right. But one way to approach it is um, to experience it, to actually open up. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, like you have a coat on and the sun is out and you just open your coat to the sun and you just let the sun... The awareness... Just let the awareness. Mm-hmm. So there, there is the awareness and the feelings. Two different, two different qualities. So the awareness is aware of those feelings. So when you know you don't, maybe you don't think of it like that in, in a sep- because they are so joined. But if you can think of it that way, the aw- there's awareness and there's feelings, mm-hmm. and as in a way joined, completely joined, but also separate. And through that awareness, which is in a way detached, just sees it. Like, if you have an itch, it's a little simpler mm-hmm. than, than, uh, than these turbulent emotions. But if I have a, uh, an itch, like on my face... And I don't scratch it. My, my immediate impulse is to get rid of it. I want to scratch it so it goes away. But if I don't scratch it, <clears throat> and I just calmly sit back, relax, and see the, see the itch. So then there's a, it's a completely different experience. There's the awareness and the itch without the reactivity to the itch. So I'm calm. And I can see the sensations of the itch. So we can do that with... Um, and, and so the, the awareness doesn't suffer. Um, so we can do that, uh, the same thing with emotions. We can see 
uncomfortable, very uncomfortable emotions. Right. But, but in the awareness, the awareness isn't suffering. So just like the itch, we can, we can see them, right. watch them, watch, uh, see the, feel the different sensations in the stomach, in the chest, right. wherever they are, as they're coursing through changing, doing whatever they do. And the idea is not in this type of meditation, mindfulness meditation. I'm not saying what you're doing isn't wonderful to calm down with, the, with music, and that's, that's great for you. I'm happy that you're getting relief. But this is another approach, is to just allow it to heal itself. When we get mad at it, um, when we get frustrated with it, when we get panicky about it, this is never going to end. It keeps stirring it up. You know, more, it's like a, it's like you know, like a roulette wheel. You, you know, the, in Las Vegas, they have a roulette wheels, and they throw a ball in, and 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 as long as the thing is spinning around, the ball keeps pumping, bump, 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 bump all around the wheel, and then the wheel comes to a stop and the ball settles at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like um, when we have these difficult emotions, we kind of keep, it, keep the roulette wheel going. We're reacting to them. I wish I didn't have them. Right. I'm angry about this. Right. I'm afraid of this. Um, I'm anxious about my anxiety. And on and on. So we keep the roulette wheel going and the ball keeps going. It's like we keep stirring it up. So how can you break this vicious cycle? By, by, by just watching it. Watching Just watching it and not reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Trying to relax the reactivity. So by feeling the feel, feeling the feel. You can try that. You know, it's yes. by feeling the feeling. Just like mm-hmm. you feel the itch of the mosquito bite. Feel the feeling. Simpler with a mosquito bite, right? right. But, you know, maybe uh, you have a pain sometime. And you've experienced this with a pain. Some pain's not comfortable at all. But we have to endure the pain. So we just watch the pain. We just feel the pain from our awareness. And if we can relax and just feel the pain, not so bad. But yeah. if we're like, oh, no, this is never going to go away. I'll never be able to walk again. And on and on and on, we keep the reactivity going, and the pain right. becomes. It can be a, a very claustrophobic. It's closing in on me. Yes, feeling. Yeah, I feel like the more I want to resist it, the stronger. The know, stronger the it gets. So gets. that's yeah. so that's why I say, open the coat to the awareness, right. and, and just be aware of those feelings, and they will heal themselves. They'll yeah. eventually. You. you won't feel that way. And then they'll come back again, right. you know, and then you'll feel that way again. So, it, it but, creates so much fears, you know. Yeah. And I want to, you know, cultivate some compassion, you know, to this anxiety. I hope through meditation, you know, I can overcome this fear, you know. Every yeah. I have this fears. Yeah. It's so overwhelming, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what you're doing is very nice. Yeah, it's very, very nice that, that, that you're finding some relief through this calming. And, that's, and just sitting with our body and calming down can be so, so nice, so good for you. And the music helps you too. I, think it's, it's I don't want to 
be on medications all the time. You know? No. Those medications, yeah. terrible side effects. You know? yeah. 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 Thank you. I feel better now. Good. Thank you. Good. Yeah, this is like a holy place for me. You know? Great. Anyone else? How have you been doing this this week? I always want to hear from you. Because you're so young. <laughs> but take the microphone. And make sure it's on, because you have to press the button to make sure that it's <coughs> a light. <coughs> it's on? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> to be totally honest, um, my mom and I, like, we usually meditate together, but this week... Um, I think we kind of like slacked a little bit. Um, oh no! <laughs> um, and you know, like I think it's just because, um, well, like a lot of like kind of negative stuff has been coming up. So I think it's you know, if you're not in that kind of routine, I think it's harder to want to try to meditate. Right. Uh, you know, like, if you're feeling like you're dealing with something else. Um, so, but I mean, at the same time, I feel like that might be the time when it would be, like, most beneficial to meditate. Yes, that's right. So, I mean, I think something that I have to work on is, like, that willfulness part of it, right? But, you know, um, kind of getting out of, like, like emotion mind being able to, I mean, and to be totally transparent, I'm using like therapy terms right now. Um, like, like, in, like if in DBT, we learn like getting out of, uh, getting out of emotion mind and getting into like wise mind where you're able to, you know, think more rationally, but also like, um, be aware of your emotions at the same time. Yeah. So I think, and, and I think just being in that space can be really helpful for getting out of like willfulness, but you know, obviously it's a struggle to get there, so. Yeah, so, um, two, just two things came to mind. One is, um, it's great to have a schedule. <clears throat> it's very supportive if you can have a schedule. So it's just like, no matter what's going on, this is my time to sit. And it's great that you two are supporting each other. It's wonderful. Um, so if you're happy, you sit. If you're anxious, you sit. If you're angry, you sit. If you're negative, you sit. If you're positive, you sit. It's just, you know, it's like by brushing your teeth. It's cleaning your mind, cleaning, cleaning your heart, taking an inventory. What's going on here? What's my life here? And I want to uh, go back to something that I was just saying to Ginny about, you used the term wise mind. Um, and for this particular practice, wise mind isn't figuring out what to do. Um, wise mind is awareness. So just shining the light of awareness on your negative thoughts, on your negative feelings, and I shouldn't even use that word, just on your whatever whatever is your life experience just shining the light of awareness and let the light of awareness um, liberate you. We don't do it for ourselves. And, and actually by taking refuge, if you know what I mean, by taking refuge in the awareness, 
I say, I'm going to sit. I'm just going to. I'm just going to be aware of whatever is happening with the breath and the body as the ground, as what we keep returning to. Keep returning to the breath and the body. And I'm just going to be here for whatever. And you'll. You, I think you'll find many times that you feel quite different at the end of 20 minutes or 40 minutes or however long you meditate. You'll get up and you'll and something will have shifted. Something will have changed. Not because you did anything except allow the wisdom and compassion. Because awareness is like, it's like, um, it's like, you know, having such a good friend. You know, it's our best friend. It's like having a, this dear, kind friend listening to me. Finally, someone's listening to me. Myself, I'm listening to myself and hearing myself and seeing myself and feeling myself. Really, completely intimate. Just so intimate. Like nobody could be this intimate with me. Feeling every, every change of sensation, every nuance of emotion, every little thought being heard, being seen, being felt by this awareness so kind a friend couldn't do this a spouse couldn't do you know that no one can do this for us so by sitting with this awareness and letting and, and just letting it take us in completely things we we somehow we liberate ourselves and the liberation is into the awareness because the awareness the awareness is you know peaceful the awareness is serene the awareness is there's, there's no problem with the awareness there's no uh no negativity in the awareness no you know no no pain in the awareness it's just the light of seeing is the awareness does that make sense what i'm saying to people if it doesn't make sense raise your hand otherwise i'm going to assume it makes sense good i had a teacher um when I was at the Zen monastery at Tassajara. And um, he's a really big man and very powerful and very intuitive and very awake, very awakened teacher. And I was a young man. And I was living at this monastery. And for some reason I had it in my mind I didn't want to go to this they had these services, and I wasn't, I liked meditation, but I wasn't so fond of the services. So I was going to skip out on the service. I thought nobody would see me. And I had these robes, and you know. So I was heading back to my cabin, and I hear um, when, the, when the teacher, it was much more formal. This, this is a Zen, Japanese Zen based practice. 
So it was much more formal than it is here. So he would have this this big staff. He'd wear these colorful robes and 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 have this big staff. And he would, as he'd walk toward a ceremony, he would pound the staff on the ground and and these kind of jangly things would be on the staff and make this jangle, big jangly noise all all through the monastery. It was very very uh, had a lot of presence. His walking had a lot of presence. So I hear. And I, I'm on this path, back, going back to my cabin, and I hear he's heading out onto the path. So, and he's walking down the path, and I'm, I don't want to move. I'm just like a deer in headlights. I don't want to move. It's just go on, go on, go on, go to the service and all. And so he uh, walks a few steps with his entourage. He has an entourage, you know, some people that are sort of tending him. And all of a sudden, and I wasn't making a sound. I was hardly breathing. All of a sudden, he spins around and looks right at me. And then he turns back around and continues his walking. And um, my first response was, well, to be honest, it was, oh, shit. I've been caught, you know. But my second response was, that was so great. He saw me. He completely saw me. And he wasn't judging me. He just wanted me to know he saw me. He didn't care. You know, he just... He would never say... I knew he was never going to say a word about it to me. He was never going to, you know... But he wanted me to know he saw me. So that's what we can we do for ourselves in meditation. We see ourselves. We see, you know, these terrible thoughts. I mean, if anybody spoke to us like we speak to ourselves, that we would never associate with them. And we chatter on and on to ourselves and say the same thing over and over again. We'd be so bored if it was our friend. I keep saying that. I, I'm tired of hearing that. But, you know, we just, we're so fortunate we have this awareness to accompany us on our, on our journey that we can relax into, that will hold us. So that's why, you know, we saw, say, like, it's like, you know, awareness is like coming home. Coming home. Coming home to our awareness. Our true home. With our best friend. With this awareness that knows us. Like no one can, has, will ever know us. And through the kindness and the wisdom of this being seen, we can kind of melt into it, melt into the peace of it, and, and let ourselves unwind. Not saying, not figuring out, well, 
you know, she criticized me, and if I say this, I'm going to say this to her, and then she'll back off. She won't, you know, figuring things out. Or, wow, I'm better do this work and really, so I'll really get the, you know, this, this approval of this, my boss at work, or, you know, figuring out all kinds of strategies to make our lives better. It's not therapy. It's ter- therapy's good, very good for us to untangle our, our, our patterns. But it, this is not therapy. It's Buddhist therapy. It's letting, letting, the, the, letting our, our tangle, letting our tangle untangle in the simplicity and the purity of awareness. Does that make sense to people? Does it? Any comments or questions? So it's counterintuitive to sit with pain. It's like if there's pain, we want to we want to feel good. We want to get away from that pain. When I was uh, sitting at the uh, Zen Center, it was a very strict practice, and we sat in, in lotus position, and we'd have a lot of pain. And the instruction was, don't move. And um, we sat through a lot of pain, physical pain, emotional pain, emotional pain in the reactivity to the physical pain, like just the claustrophobia of, you know, it's, it's closing in on me. How can, I, how can I do this? How can I stand this one second more? <clears throat> It can be the same with emotional pain. How can I stand? How can I stand the pain, the trauma that I that I'm feeling now? What's been done to me? But we'd sit with it, the physical pain, and it wasn't like the pain went away, but the reactivity to the pain would calm down. And it's the same thing with our emotions. We react to our emotions. We react to our fear with fear. We're afraid of our sadness or we're afraid of our anger. So we react to it. So if we just calm down, that's 90%. And the other 10%, the pain itself, isn't so bad. Then, that, then the pain itself became just like a kind of a throbbing, a throbbing in the knee. It was quite, quite tolerable. <clears throat> so this isn't just all about pain. Um, 
much of the time, I think much more of the time than we allow ourselves to realize we're not in pain. We're feeling pretty good. You may be feeling pretty good right now. Can you hear the silence? The silence, the peace that's in this room. before thinking about it. Just relax into that silence, the sound of silence, the stillness that's here. Can you sense the space? The space in this room. So this is always, this is always waiting for us. Peace, Vastness, space, silenceness, silence. I read this morning's, we think we're a droplet, but we're really the ocean. And that ocean is, our awareness is boundless. I don't know if that makes sense to you, that our awareness is boundless. It doesn't have any boundaries. Our body, you could say, has boundaries. But the awareness of the body doesn't have any boundaries. Say our emotions are here or here, our thoughts are someplace. You know, they have boundaries. But the awareness that holds our body that holds our feelings, that holds our thinking, doesn't have any boundaries. It's vast, vast awareness. And because this is such a huge truth, I think, you know, that we're a lot happier than we think we are. We so focus on our problems, these problems that we have. But we could do ourselves a big favor by noticing really how nice life is much of the time. How easy life is much of the time. Just walking around, doing whatever we do. Washing the dishes. So,
So mindfulness of thinking. Let's try that. Just for a short period of time, what I'd like you to do is gently close your eyes and allow your mind to think. Just don't don't fight thinking. Allow your mind to think. <clears throat> and sometimes when we're shining a spotlight on thinking, it's shy. It runs away. So be patient. Shine a little flashlight on your thinking. Okay, you can open your eyes when you're ready. How many of you could see that you were thinking? Could see thinking? Raise your hand if you could see thinking. You? 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 Yeah. You just saw some thinking? What was it like? What was your experience? Let's use that microphone thing. And can anybody, would anybody like to volunteer what, they're, what they saw or what they experienced as thinking, what it was like? If you don't want to, that's fine. We're going to do this. We're going to develop this. <clears throat> okay, can you give her the... Yeah. <clears throat> and can you make sure the light is on? to notice thinking because I'm trapped in it, you know. Um, I guess that's what, what I noticed. It's just... But that's what this is it about. It happens all, you know, all the time, I'm thinking. So, you know, easier to step back from an emotion at this point, but thinking's really hard. Okay, we're going to work on this. Yeah. Um, but you're right, we swim. We're like, thinking is like fish swim in water, we swim in our thinking. You know, it's one thought after another, after another, after another. So, so you know, today we want to work on separating it out a little bit. Giving it a little bit of space between our awareness and our thinking so that we can see thinking. Okay, so <clears throat> this time, close your eyes gently. <clears throat> and again, do that flashlight on your thinking. And 
and think the thought, I can't see my thinking. And say and, and think that thought several times, maybe five times. Where is that thought occurring? Where is it? Whose voice is it? Is there any energy involved with that thought? I can't see myself thinking. Are there any muscle movements with that thought? Anywhere? Maybe another minute, just try to, like a scientist, examine and investigate this thought. Or any other, if other thoughts come up around it, investigate them. But just trying to get a sense of what is, it does exist in our bodies, it's got to be in there. So to try to identify it. What does it sound like? Where is it located? Whose voice is it? Is there any energy? Any physical sensations? Open your eyes. So, please, please share your experiences if you're willing to do so. I'd love to hear what went on in these heads of yours. thought it was kind of funny because that's like the only thing I can do when my eyes are closed and I'm not saying anything or moving is seeing my thoughts. You saw them? Yeah. That's what I do all the time. You can actually see them. I I guess I don't know what you mean by see, but I can like think about what I'm thinking about. I'm not saying think about them. I mean, actually, yeah. Did you like when I said I cannot see my that those words? Could you experience those words in your head? Yeah, not exactly words, but like sometimes they're written in words. I don't know. So, what was your? Can you just describe your experience? Um, it definitely feels kind of 
uh, I think I'm pretty eye-centric, so it like feels like it's behind my eyes. Great. Uh, that's great to locate them like that. Yeah. And that's where all my thoughts are, basically, it seems. When you I know that. Yeah. You know that they're up there. Yeah. So that gives you some separation from them just by knowing that. They're here. And you're not them. Mm-hmm. Because you're seeing them here. Yeah, it's almost so, like a little play or something that usually happens. So there's separation between you and them, which is so important. Anything else about that you can talk about? Yeah, it's like, uh, for me, every every little sound or like, if, yeah, I feel my clothing do something weird or something, every little impulse sends my thoughts usually in that direction for at least a little bit. So it's like always searching for new things to think about. And you can see that happening? Yeah. You can see your thoughts as thinking about something that happened with your clothes? Yeah, or like if I hear a car going by, I'll think about, oh, I know that type of car or something. And can you hear yourself thinking that thought? Um, I don't know. I can kind of, yeah. So on some level, you know it. On Mm -hmm. some level, you know it. Mm Mm-hmm. So we want to know it more. Anyone else have any experience of thinking they could share with us? Okay. I feel like I'm saying too much. For me, it it was the same thing. That thoughts are... It's up there for you. It's up here. Mm -hmm. But it feels very... um, When I was experiencing it felt small and tight um, not a sense of openness or expansiveness and it also felt um, uh, I guess not open but not um, sort of like all the experiences right here and there's no um, connection out into the world around Well, for this exercise, it would be awareness of that world right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Now you, your your daughter spoke. Now you have to say, tell us some things. (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's really clear to me, but I kind of sense some kind of a circle around here. Yeah. Some kind of heaviness. Uh-huh. That's great. So, we, you know, we're just beginning this investigation. We've never done this before, right? Mm-hmm. So we're getting some sense in, the, in, the, in, in your forehead or in, in around your eyes or in the back of your head. We're beginning this exploration. And... By being able to do this to some extent we can get unstuck unstuck from this glue that glues us to our thoughts and that we just sort of mindlessly get carried carried through life mindlessly with our thoughts just to get some separation Julie, is that right? 
What's your first name? I forgot. Andrea, sorry. Yeah. Microphone. No. Okay. Two o'clock, okay. That's great. And, um, Wonderful to know that. And it had this, I also, um, thoughts are also visual, so I had this series of um, photo snapshots of, here's me standing outside for Scraper, um, just this series of photographs that came ah. out of that one thought, as well as the whole commentary about but I don't like that. I was not willing to. But I'm watching this whole... You're watching all the thoughts. That's fantastic. That's just wonderful. As well as all the... So we can do this any time. When you're saying, I'm thinking so much, I can't get away from my thinking. This is how you get away from your thinking, by looking at it looking at it square in the eye. And this is as valid a meditation as meditating on your breath. It's what's going on. It's seeing what's going on. So there's this, there's this momentum this momentum of thinking, you know, just planning and doing and the planning for the next thing and thinking about what I did before and did I do it, did I screw up or am I going to do a good job or, you know, all the, just this constant, there's this momentum where we just kind of stuck to our thinking. So this is a this is going in the opposite direction. So we begin with the body. The body is so e- much easier, right? The body is this physical presence. The breath is very accessible. It's a rising and falling movement. And then we got a little more subtle last week, going into feeling. But it's still, it's kind of in the, it's in the feeling, it's in the body. I think most of you are saying belly, chest area. And then these silent murmurings, these murmurings that are constantly going on. So turn a flashlight on them. And you, you must be able to see how useful this could be, 
like a you know somebody I'm trying to think of an example um, something happens to you say somebody hurts your feelings and so you feel sad you feel bad you know you feel sadness or fear or anger something like that not very nice no not not very pleasant unpleasant feelings and then then the mind starts to spin out with all kinds of thoughts about that right that's that's sort of a a sequence that we human beings do among the millions billions and billions of sequences that we do but that's that's a sequence and all kinds of thoughts come into our mind like that are so stupid <laughs> you know just like so unskillful thoughts of what's wrong with me what did I do wrong? How am I going to get even? How am I going to get them to change their mind? All kinds of stuff. And then I might decide to write a letter or to say something to that. Really bad stuff. You know, really, you know, the, the arrows start going out from, can go out from us and make things multiple times worse. So by, so, so one way that we can short circuit this whole situation is we may not even realize that we're hurt. This all could have happened so fast, we may not even realize it, and all of a sudden we find ourselves insulting someone. But by being mindful of either the thoughts that are going through my mind, oh, that's kind of strange, I'm thinking these these thoughts, and or by being mindful of the feelings that I'm feeling, you can see how helpful that could be. And the point isn't to figure it out. The point is to let it just unwind. Unwind into the peace of the present moment. So, I began this course with mentioning what I think of as the first principle. The first principle is, in my mind, is we are here. I am here. Okay? You are here. This is the first principle. You are here. And um, and this is all there is. Your existence right here, right now, is all there is. Everything that is experienced by you through your eyes, your ears, 
your taste, your touch, your nose, and include emotions and thoughts in touch as well, and thinking, is all there is. There's no future. Future is right here, right now, in our thoughts and our feelings. A thought of the future is right here. A thought of the past is right here. And the only time that we are alive is right here. And then I said, the second principle in my mind is that the gateway to right here is through this body. Through the five, through the five senses. So that's what this practice is, is all about. We could say, well, it's therapeutic. It really helps us with our problems. It helps us unwind. But fundamentally, it's to get back here, to get back to where we, to get back to where we're alive, to experience our life. There's such an impulse to get away from our lives. You know, it's such a strong, you know, movement to go to the computer, the TV the news, the iPhone, the radio. When we're driving to turn on the radio, or how would it be just to just not turn on the radio, just to be with this body and this mind in the car? So, would anyone like to stretch? Want to stretch? Get up for a minute and... Okay. Let's take a relaxed, comfortable, and upright position. And gently close our eyes. And as if a warm damp cloth were draped over your face. Let all tension relax out of the face. Let the forehead broaden. Let the eyes soften back into their sockets. 
Let the jaw relax. Let the brain inside the skull with all those ridges of thinking muscles all throughout that brain, let the brain relax. And let the whole head relax. Going down to the back of the neck and the throat and softening the shoulders and the tops of the arms, the upper arms and softening the lower arms the palms of the hands and the backs of the hands and thumb, first finger, second finger, third finger, fourth finger. All tension relaxed from the hands, open hands. Relax the front of the torso the heart area, the belly area, and any emotions that are around the front of the torso. And the back of the torso, upper back, lower back, hips, Relax the thighs, calves, and feet. And now, giving your attention to the skin of this body, the skin of the feet, skin of the calves, skin of the thighs, of the hips, the skin of the front of the torso, the back of the torso, the skin around the shoulders and the arms and the hands, and the skin around the neck and the face and the whole head, the skin of the head, the skin of the body where we feel heat. And now going beneath the skin to the flesh, more of a liquid element, the fleshy parts of the face the flesh of the neck, of the shoulders, the flesh of the upper arms and lower arms and hands, the flesh of the front of the torso and the back of the torso, the flesh of the hips, 
upper legs, lower legs, and the flesh of the feet. The flesh of the body, a liquid element. And now the bones, the hard element of the body. The bones of the feet, bones of the calf, the thigh bones, hip bones, the bones of the vertebrae, starting at the bottom vertebrae, going up one at a time, to the top, to the neck, and the ribs of the front of the body and the back of the body. and the bones of the arms, the hands, and the skull bone. The bones of the body. And as we breathe in and out, and know that there is air coming in and out, There's air in this body, like wind going in and out. Mindfulness of the body. And the most obvious place we experience this body is through the breath. The rising and falling. This is our ground. The body and the breath. And maybe from a, we can take a bird's eye view, a wide, a wide angle lens of awareness and see this is the body in some global way. This is the body. And this is where we always return, the ground in our meditation. Unless some other body sensation or emotion or thinking gets strong and predominate, then we go to there. 
that this is where we come back home to the body and the vast expanse of awareness that is mindfulness of the body. The peace that's available in mindfulness of the body. And we have feelings. And we feel our feelings underneath the surface of the body. We feel. And we can feel simply this is pleasant or this is unpleasant. Feel our emotions. Maybe there's some anxiety here. Maybe there's peace here. Maybe there's calm. Those are all emotions. Maybe there's fear. Maybe there's irritation, humor, all kinds of emotions we could feel. thinking about them too much or trying to fix them or analyze them. Just feeling the feeling. Could be sadness. Aware. Aware of feeling. vast light of awareness. Without commentary, without judgment, without comparison, without future, 
without past. Just simply alive here and now, feeling, feeling. Allowing feeling. If there's commentary, that is thinking. So separate the commentary out and return to the feeling. Investigate. Where am I feeling this? Is it in my chest or my throat or my belly? Some people feel in their heads. And now come back to the body. And let that feeling go for now. Back to our ground. Maybe beginning at the bottom of the spine and going up vertebrae by vertebrae by vertebrae by vertebrae. Allowing the energy to kind of lift us up and open our chests and be here, relaxed. With the rising and falling. Being aware this is the body breathing. This is the body. And in the middle of it all is breathing. And if the thoughts are not really a big deal, if they're just kind of a distant murmuring, we don't have to concentrate on those thoughts or be aware of those thoughts. We can just stay with the body. But if you're having thoughts that are kind of strong. You could turn your attention to the thoughts. Shine the light of awareness on the thoughts. 
try to separate yourself out, you're not the thoughts. You're not the thoughts. You can know your thoughts. And the best way to know thoughts is not by knowing the content of the thoughts, although that's okay, but to know the process of how the thinking is happening. Where it is happening in in your body, where are the thoughts taking place? Are they pictures or are they words? If there are pictures, where's the screen? There's a screen in there somewhere that these pictures are coming up on. Where's your screen? And are your pictures in black and white or are they technicolor? Are they vivid or are they kind of muted colors, muted pictures, not so clear? The process of thinking without involvement with content, without commenting on your thoughts, without judging your thoughts. Just aware of thinking, if there are words, can you sense where are those words taking place in your body they're in there someplace Can you sense the voice if there are words? Is it a nice voice? A directive voice, a harsh voice?
Are the thoughts going fast? Are they kind of spacious? A thought here and then a thought there. Are the thoughts connected to an emotion? Is an emotion a result of these thoughts? Or are the thoughts, is it the other way around, the thoughts are a result of the emotion. If the emotion is stronger than the thoughts, maybe go back to mindfulness of emotions. And awareness is so calm, so calm seeing these different aspects of our living experience. And when we're aware, we're so here, we're so alive with our body and our feelings and our thoughts. We're here alive. And letting the awareness relax and spread out, soften, taking in the body again, coming back home to our ground, safe, we're safe here. Easy. And just practice like this for a few more minutes.
And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. So how was that for you? Microphone. Can you hand it? <clears throat> it was busy in my head. But I think uh, like in the second time I was here, or maybe the third time I was here, I like started being okay with it being so busy ah. still. And so now it's like not that stressful that it's, my head's not getting quiet, but it's kind of cool to just look at what it's doing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it was hard to stay focused on your voice and like what you were talking about. I just kept going off future things, past things, and then other inputs. Mm-hmm. Well, you're calming down about your thinking. Yeah, it was, it was pretty calming. Yeah. It wasn't, it was still very busy, but. I'm not stressed. That's mindfulness. You know, it's you're seeing what's going on and you're calmly observing it. And stay with it. I hope you meditate on it, you know, cuz it'll unwind. It'll 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 um it'll disentangle more. Okay? Anyone else? Love to hear from you. That was kind of a long meditation. How about you? How are you doing with with this? I'm okay with it, except that in the middle of it all, I'm get anxious. It's too quiet for me. It's too much of a standstill. I want to move. Get restless. Um, yes. So yeah. for a moment there, I was almost gave up. Mm. Like this is too too much. But then I used my breath to pull me through it and said, "You can probably do this." It was very long for me. Yeah. I haven't been really doing it that long. But I found myself very anxious for a moment, but actually I was happy that I was able to center myself again. So if you can... And not give up. Yeah. (laughs) And say, okay, I'm done with this, I, you know. Yeah. So that was kind of enlightening a little bit. Yeah. That was a long time. How long was that? Long. Yeah. About a half hour. Maybe 20 minutes, but long, yeah. Yeah. So maybe for you 10 minutes is enough, but it's good that you had a little victory there. Yeah. Yeah. You can can, uh, hold your anxiety. You can be patient with your anxiety and just breathe and patiently calm yourself down. It's great. Great life lesson, I think.
Anybody else? Well, um, this is just wonderful. I, I really appreciate you all coming here and doing this. You know, it's just such a powerful practice. It's so, it's so, uh, central to our living experience. And the fact that you're just coming here and just diving into your living experience takes a lot of courage and wisdom and strength. So it's inspiring for me to have you here and see you, see you doing this. So um, I, uh, I hope that you do this, you know, try to meditate uh, this week, um, every day if you can, you know, whatever is good for you. Maybe extend whatever you've been doing before. This will be our last week next week. Um, if you've been doing five minutes, ten minutes. If you've been doing 30 minutes, try maybe 40 minutes. See if you can extend it a little bit. But, you know, the main thing is to keep doing it. Keep steadily doing it. So do you recommend when you're first starting just once a day twice a day in the short increments well what's important is when, that you, when during the day yeah what's important is that you do it every day and how long have you been doing it i mean what how, what length of times So on your own, maybe try 10 minutes once a day. And if that feels comfortable, or at least it feels like this wasn't comfortable, but you did it. So maybe you could see yourself through a little discomfort too. See, see how long you can do that. You know, maybe 15 minutes. And, but every day. Because there's a momentum. It's amazing the momentum. It's either we're building this going forward or we're going backwards with this? Do you recommend listening to something as you're doing it? Like, you know, guided meditation? Is that okay? I think guided meditation is very good. But I think you should always priority. Do it on your own. And then follow that with a guided. Okay. Follow that with a guided. Guideds are much easier. Any other questions or comments before we close? Okay, well, thank you very much.